Greetings, fellow investigators, and welcome back to our video podcast, Into the Darkness, where my friends and I play the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. I'm your host, Tom Rayleigh. The campaign is the two-headed serpent. It was written by Paul Fricker, Scott Dorward, Matthew Sanderson, and edited by Mike Mason, and it's available at the Chaosium website. Our game master is Matthew Sanderson, and this is episode 42. Now for the recap. You're listening to WITV Radio. So without any further delay, let's continue our journey into the darkness. Matt. Right. Thank you very much, Tom. So you can evidently see there's some weird time or perhaps sanity effects here as various people have found in this, in this swampland glasses that weren't there immediately before and beards have migrated from one, uh, one character to the other. 
But more importantly, you've got a shog off that's about two minutes away. What are you doing? Oh, my. We don't notice it at first. Doctor, What's that? It doesn't look friendly. What's, and it's what's coming our way. Okay, Hart, what the hell is that thing? Do you have the telescope or something? The lens? Uh, mine, well, mine he's, he's, just got, thing. he's just got keen eyes. <laughs> you you can have a look through a telescope and give me a sand check. <laughs> um, Here, use these glasses. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, 19. I don't know where I'm at. Okay, I passed. I got 42 left. Okay, that'll be a D6 then. But remember, as you are currently mythos hardened, you reduce the sand loss by half. Oh, I have, right? So I rolled a five. That would be what, three? Uh, round down, so it'd be two. Two? And I will use two luck to just eat that because I can't afford to lose any more sand right now. And I right, pass right. back the thing to Valenza. I go, it's a fucking Shagoth giant one, the size of a London bus. How, how do we stop it? I'm going to try. I hold up my staff and I say something and start breathing in and a little vapor hits me and I I take uh, all the power out of the staff and absorb it. So gotcha. I'm up to 300 power right now. Is it heading at us? Right at us? It's heading in your direction. Um, you can Anyone can attempt either a spot hidden or a navigate roll. I'll do a spot hidden with this one. Yep, you get your bonus die for that. Um, yeah, I'll do a spot hidden as well. Might as well. A regular pass. I got a 17. That's an extreme. Ooh. Okay. I, don't, I can't tell. I know exactly where he's headed. <laughs> okay, so for the for the good doc, as you've got a regular success, you're fairly sure it's definitely coming in your general direction. Magnus, however, gets a little bit more of an inkling. Maybe it's maybe it's a sense of the kind of angle it's coming in at and all the, the various routes it's taking through the undergrowth and the trees to get here. Um, you guys have seen this thing in the distance. You don't have to take a sand check yet because it's far enough away that it just seems to be some kind of blob coming your way. When it gets up close and personal, get that get those dice ready. You think though it's not actually coming to you. It's coming to the elder thing that's a little bit off to one side of you, the one that's uh, still twitching in the pond. Let's uh, let's um, all duck down and move away from it. Yes, it's heading towards that thing. Yeah, it's it's heading towards that thing over there. Let's well, we not, it, it may not it may not have seen us yet. So it's, yeah. yeah, let's let's duck out of sight. I stealthily sneak away. Oh, you said the magic word, stealth. If everyone that is hiding wants to give me a stealth roll, make it Oh, a good boy. One. What is my stealth? Oh, I got a 13. 62 is a pass. 33 is... is a hard pass. And I direct I direct my my little squad of serpent people to join me. Oh, yeah. He's got a big crew. I forgot about that. Well, as we call it, ablative armor. Yeah. yeah meat sex. Yeah, hey, I got All five. Right. I have five oh. serpent people follow me at the moment. Gotcha. And Dr. Marcello? A hard pass. Oh, good, good. And Gerhardt? I'm not hiding. Oh, okay. 
I'm moving away from you. In fact, I, I walk <laughs> up and stand on top of a rock. Okay. And I, I'm like this. You're getting ready to go, thou shalt not pass. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so the, the other four of you then, um, are you in a position where you want to hide but also be able to see what this thing does? So if it decides to start to come towards you that you might then be able to react? Or are you yeah. kind of ducking out the way and going, no place like home, no place like home, and just go hands over your eyes and not oh, looking? Well, no, the first right, one. How, how know, bad least, could this possibly be? At least yeah. 30 or 40 feet away from where Gerhard is standing. Mm -hmm. oh, distance, you can certainly get that far away. That's no problem. It's mainly whether you want to see it or not. Yeah, I want to see those of you that want to see it, give me a sand check. Oh, sure. Ooh. I passed. Yes, oh, the Dr. Dr. Marcello's already seen it through the glass, uh, through the glass, and oh. Gerhardt has seen it, so you don't need to roll oh, again. Oh, okay. Oh, good. Not good, I found that. <laughs> D6 if you pass? Yep, D6 if you pass. If you pass. Mm -hmm. D20 if you fail. Four. Oh, no. Four. <laughs> <laughs> Whew. I was surprised that I passed the sand roll, knowing my luck was sanity, but the dice reminded me of what that normally should be, so that was six. Oh. Mm. Okay, so that's more than five in one go. Anyone else rolled particularly well? Uh, I just got, I lost four. I lost two. Okay, you're fine on four. Yeah. Uh, how much, Rod? Two. Right, okay, so it's just Connor. I passed my intelligence because that's a 90 and that's how that's going to go. <laughs> right, okay. <clears throat> what talent would you like at this point? Oh, jeez. <laughs> shug off resistance. <laughs> Command yeah, suddenly off. everyone else seems more tasty than you. Connor doesn't. <laughs> that's Connor right, insane. This whole platoon into madness, too. <laughs> oh, I mean, I I can tell them to do whatever I want with my insane intimidate. Um, exactly. Yeah, he's yeah drill sergeant. How about insane stealth? I really, really, really don't want to be seen by this thing. It's a good okay. yeah. It's a good call. Cool. Yeah, I'm I'm happy with that. Are there examples for stealth in the? Well, doesn't it the... doesn't it seem obvious that Connor suddenly develops chameleon abilities? And he just blends in. Blends in with the environment. My scales. <laughs> I, I'm liking this. Yeah. In fact, we'll go. Won't bother checking the rule. Yeah, we'll go with that. So you, uh, you will be able to gain chameleon-like effects, but it's subject to the normal skill augmentation that you'll have to pass your mythos as well as your skill to be able to um, to be able to activate it completely. Otherwise, it may only be partial effects. And with that's about madness, though, by mythos thing, so we get an extra point of Cthulhu mythos. Oh yes. Right, because we need more of that. Yeah. Oh, there's plenty of chance to gain more mythos before we're done, so don't worry. <laughs> we want it all. I want a hundred Cthulhu mythos by the end of this. <laughs> Might not be able to promise that, but we'll yeah. <laughs> So, uh, Odd and Frost, uh, Magnus, you're able to keep your proverbial together when you see this thing coming into the immediate area. Uh, Connor, instead of screaming or at least revealing where he is just suddenly becomes like the rock that he's hiding behind and just freezes in place much to the 
uh, curiosity and bewilderment of the other uh, the other serpent people that are with him. They're wondering, hey, how can't we? Why can't we do that? Um, good doc as well. You are able to see this thing and withstand as you've already made your role beforehand. So yep, you just see it more up close and personal now. Going, yep, it is as horrible as it looked through the uh, looked through the binoculars. And then we have Gerhardt. Gerhardt can give me a spot hidden roll as you're out in the open on a, a slightly higher vantage point. You might notice something. Oh, freaking one. I wasted my best roll of the night for this. I'll let you follow that up with a mythos roll. Oh. Uh, 25 out of 58, so that's uh, hard. Okay. You noticed... <laughs> That elder thing that's currently being nibbled on by things that are writhing around in the water. Um, as mentioned, it's kind of stalk hand is kind of trying reaching out with its appendages, and it's got its hand, or at least its appendages, around this what maybe could be a metal or stone thing that looks almost like a, a five-point star. But as it splashes and rides around and drops it, uh, it drops it on the side of the pond where it's just a muddy surface and you get a much better look at it hence your O1 on your spot hidden. This thing isn't actually a star, it's five tongue-like appendages that go off to make it look like a five-point star or a starfish. Um, each one is gently writhing so it might be partially organic rather than just like a mineral or metal but with having a good look at it and with your mythos, you know what it is. Uh, this thing is a psychic communicator. So it's a device which the older things use that they can talk telepathically to other, um, to other beings. And it can also be used to command Shoggoths. I'm going to, can I bolt? <laughs> I don't say nothing. I just run for it. Give me it because you left it as so this thing was coming in. Give me a dex roll to see if you can get down there and swipe it up. Aren't we lost? <laughs> 51 out of 60. Woohoo! You it's not quite a graceful landing, then you smack face Mess. down in the mud, grabbing <laughs> this thing and, and get a hold of it. You have choice of targets when you grab hold of it. You can either Look at the elder thing and establish communication with that, or you can establish communication with the Shoggoth and attempt to command it. Which would you prefer to do? Well, I would have to command the thing. It's coming right at us. Okay. I so just hope this thing survives. <laughs> the, the... There is a cost for using it, but for, let's say for anyone else, it might be something they want to consider. But for you, you you've got bajillion magic points anyway uh, five is not going to make um, a particular dent in your 999 9, <laughs> so yeah cross five of them off and then because you want to establish a communication with a shoggoth give me an opposed power roll again with uh, 300 your, yeah i can hopefully roll a one you never know i got a 28 okay and I have... Which would be extreme. Well, I got the eight part, and I got an eight oh. in front of it as well. So that is a definite fail on the Shoggoth. This thing just... Well, what is your command? Stop. 
like a train putting on the brakes this thing is causing as it runs into this swamp-like area just cause a bow wave in front of it that washes towards you and it's almost screeching as it puts on the brakes uh, you get splashed with this horrible wave of water mud and other wriggling things but it comes to a stop about that far so about a foot or so in front of you and this myriad panel of eyes just erupt open and look at you and I go mount. right up to it and I go you're lucky I was just about to kill you bow to me and it uh, it falls almost you can almost see the back end come up and the front end go down you know what I'm going to do next mount it not <laughs> Jesus oh, okay <laughs> <laughs> Nothing stops him, serpent people, anything else. I'm going to cover James' eyes. Climb up on top and throw my leg over the top like a worm or a horse. Okay. Uh, you do know from uh, from knowing about these creatures. Oh, they are they acid? Like acidic skin. Or, ah, son uh, of a bitch. Yeah, but yeah, it, I forgot that. No, but what you could do if you wanted is it could pick up a boulder or other flatter piece of stone around here and you could have it balance it on top of it while you then stand on the stone. Right. That works so you almost You almost like surf the shog off. Now, um, knowing this, well, from the, the role I made for the device, can I, if I go to talk to the elder thing, will I lose control of the shog off? Yeah, you have one connection at a time. Uh, plus it also, you'll need to replenish it every so often. So let me double check on the time here. Uh, there we go. Uh, roll 1d10. So, uh, six. Okay. At the minute, then, you have six minutes of control. I really want to talk to the elder thing, though. Hey, guys! I'm standing on top of the... <clears throat> Yeah, nothing surprises me anymore. I we only I only have partial control over this this device, and I hold it up. Well, let me talk to that dying Shagath. I mean, elder thing. We might be able to get information from it. Do well, we do you wanna... think that the elder thing had called that thing to rescue it? Maybe you should have your Shagath friend pick it up and bring it back wherever we're going. I could speak with the Shagath, right? Yeah. What, ask it what it was about to do. Okay, you... It communicates because it's a completely alien mind, almost in a quick barrage of images, where rather than it being like language that it uses. Um, the, the feeling you get is that this thing was involved in a battle not too far away. Um, you get an impression of the seeing the Citadel fairly up close and personal, where you can see the large crystal rods that go deep into the uh, volcano side, into the caldera, and then into Gatanathoa beneath it. But there's lasers shooting out of this citadel, which is part in phase and part out of phase in various places. You can see from its perspective, other Shoggoths and elder things around being hit by these lasers and then just boiling away or exploding in balls of still living protoplasm. Or elder things, which are when they're hit, they just fry in. There's even the residual smell of this kind of barbecued um, 
fetid vegetable smell that kind of goes into your nostrils. But then it having this feeling that it's almost like a dog whistle, that it receives a, phys- a psychic command to come and rescue one of its masters. So the piecing together, you think the elder thing that's still clinging on to life in the pool was attacked by the serpent people here is the only survivor that mid-battle it called the Shoggoth to come in and basically be reinforcements. I reiterate that to the group. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking that if we consider the technology, I think the elder things are ahead of the snake people. So maybe we should make friends with those things before we you know, try to stop the snake people. Not a bad idea. Because they probably oh, think we're nothing, we're less than the snake people, but at least we're not what the enemy of my enemy is my is my friend or something. I can't believe I'm about to say this, but uh I think I agree with Adi. You always <laughs> agree with Adi, Adi, whether you believe it or not. <laughs> I'll mark the calendar. Are there any <laughs> I'll mark the calendar? The other the other the other things of this area. Are there more of those stone things? Or is the only one? Oh, you imagine this. that because there's an old because there is a fair elder thing contingent here, there are probably other stones around somewhere, but they may have them. So we should probably try and save this guy that's in the, the pit then, right? I mean, why not? He's not our enemy. Gerhard? Um I can only control this. I can't speak to the elder thing. I don't know. I'm just saying have the Shagoth pick it up and bring it along. Oh, all right. Well, it's caustic. Wouldn't it be caustic to them also? I don't know. It's caustic to you, but elder things are a very, very different material. I ask it. Um, can if they if the elder things are damaged when you touch them, can they touch you? They'd be, he'd be able to take, or well, I say he, the Shoggoth, will be able to take the elder thing almost suspended inside itself in a protective pocket and then be able to take it to uh, take it to where their current base operations are. So I have him walk over it. And... Yep, part yeah. of it just extends this uh, sludge that goes over him and then sucks up the older thing inside and it's suspended in a, a very small pocket inside of it. Ask it, where, ask it where the headquarters is. Where are the Elder Things headquarters? Pretty much where Odd's pointing uh, yeah. towards the, the Citadel. Odd's right twice today. <laughs> so let's see, it's that's Odd 9706 and Magnus still zero. <laughs> Out of what? What do we, what, uh, what, what, on what? Oh, what? just in general. Oh, I, okay. I, I don't want to be too out of control. So I have yeah, the thing. Calm down, Audi. Jesus. <laughs> I tell her to bring me to more the Elder Things camp. Okay. In which case, it starts to move off with you surf, surfing along on top of it. Oh, that's fast. I, I How long do you think you can control this, Gerhard? Uh, for a while. I um, I don't have them run, I, so these guys could keep up at a brisk walk. Yeah, it can control its speed. So it starts off a bit quick, but then you slow it down. So you're able you're able to keep up with it at a brisk pace. Well, this is kind of flattening the ground on the way. So, oh yeah, there's there's a wonderfully a swept path 
that it's uh, that it's made on the way here, and it's pretty much following that same route back. Um, I'll ask for another opposed power roll to just represent the time it takes to get to your next encounter. 62, which is uh, only a hard. Well, if this was Delta Green, I'd really be messed up right now because that was an 88 last time and it's a 99 now. So this, this oh, thing wow. is very submissive and very <laughs> just following your orders to the letter. So, Gearhard has, has, has a way with mythical creatures. <laughs> For the record, if I feel I'm losing control, I'm going to hit it with the uh, fist of um, Yogg-Sothoth Yog with like 200 points put into it. So that's <laughs> 400 D10. En enough to send it over the volcano. Oh, I'll just put it down and mush it like while I'm on top of it. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Collect samples of it then. <laughs> you want a, a sample? Writhing around in your uh, test tube. Yeah. I suppose you could have a little bit of uh, Shoggoth in a in a test tube if you wanted one. As it slowly eats through the glass. <laughs> yeah, it might have to be a very, very thick glass. But anyway, after a little while, um, you're able to continue rolling on for a good few minutes. Around you, the sound of the of the swamp starts to fade away. It's almost as if you go out feeling when you walk through a forest and then suddenly all the wildlife around you realises that there's a predator present. And everything just goes quiet. It's not like an instant kind of chirpy, chirpy, chirp, and then silence. But it just starts to gradually fade away the closer you get to the volcano. And up ahead of you, when the point comes that there's no sound of insects or wildlife... There's just the sounds of explosions ahead of you coming from up to, um, further up the mount, um, the volcano side. And the occasional zzz, zzz, zzz of what would presumably be the lasers that are firing up ahead that you saw, well, that Gerhardt at least saw through the Shoggoth's um, visions that he sent you. You can see this plane, almost like a, a blasted heath where even the ground itself has turned black or grey in places. And these figures that are stood almost in media res, some are rushing towards the volcano, others are rushing at other figures, um, some are going in completely different directions. There are elder things here, there are serpent people, and there are Shoggoths that are all frozen in place with this leathery type crust over their whole bodies. Oh, jeez. Something about Katanathoa okay. here. You know what this means. Do we need to they try to open a gate here or something? What do you think? It would have to be. Do we well, need to those, go another direction? Those flashes of light. Is that what happens to you if it touches you? Not from what Gerhardt uh, got. That Those lasers that are coming down from the citadel apart of its um, automated defense system they're capable of blowing shoggoths apart and frying elder things but not doing this is it, you know there could be just a crack in the ground with getanathoa's energy coming out of it i think we need to go a different direction well the the path that you've been following otherwise the the route that Tyranish 
and her entourage took heading through here seems to go straight through this field. Just don't look, I suppose. Is it, yeah, that's what, that? That, was, that was going to be my question. Uh, I, is it uh, is it only if you see Gatanatho that you you go all stony? Well, we don't know. Or is it just the power that you can give me a mythos roll? Well, I, all right. okay. Well, one thing we could ask is uh, Gonsalves is still with us, isn't he? he is, that's yeah. a fail for me. Hey, Gerhard. You have to actually look at Gatanatho. I think I asked this already. He said when they were building the gates that if the gate opened near Gatanatho, anyone even near the gate was affected by it. Right, so it's, so, it's well, probably it's not, like a radiation yeah. of some kind. So maybe we should, and I kind of don't think we should rush in right. I don't think we should take the path that uh, Taranish herself took. Possibly we should try and flank her. So come around from another direction. Those that succeeded, which I think uh, I got a thumbs up from the doctor oh, in the yeah. corner. 24 out of 24 on spot on. Yeah, yeah. Nice. So, Odd is completely right in what he said, because it is relaying what Gonzalez had previously <laughs> said. That's why they had to set the gate so far away from Yadith Go, is because Gatanathoa's influence kind of ebbs and flows out from the volcano. Right. Those of you that succeed realize this pitch battle that was taking place here was in the wrong place at just the right time for when one of those waves washed over them. So, going up the mountain, if you're in the wrong place at the wrong uh, the right time, or wrong time, depending on how you're looking at it, um, yeah, you might be subject to the Great Old One's influence. Let's be quick, then. So, yes, we should traverse this rapidly. Is there Gerhard, any way you can any... sense it coming or something, Gerhard? I was going to ask it uh, if it was here when that happened so I could get an image of it or in the battle when that wave happened. It wasn't here. It wasn't there when this happened. Okay. Does this look like it? Ha can you tell whether this happened just now or happened mil you know, a million years ago? The easiest way would be to examine one of the, one of the frozen figures in more detail. Dr. Vol. Hmm. Let's take Let's a look. Some of the others. I um, should go and knock five more points off now. Um, we'll get to the, we'll get to that when you get to the next uh, kind of in the next maybe, scene. I mean, maybe if we can all get on that stone, this thing can ferry us across quick. There's nobody, nothing. Everything here is frozen. That'll work. You know, I'm hoping, Magnus, what you just said. I hope it's like a rainstorm. You know, if we're in a group of uh, some sort of battle that you could see them turning into mummies as it slowly is moving across the thing, and then we run that. Uh, run it. Yeah, yeah. Get out of the way of it. That's what I'm sort of hoping. Or if it's then again, done, it could be if like it's a just wave, an instantaneous it just... thing. It's just boom, it hits. <laughs> we won't uh, know that it happened. Exactly. Now, from standing on top of the Shagath, everybody looking around, I kind of look down at everybody and I say, listen. We didn't come all this way to, to worry about things. Humanity, Earth, if True. we don't do this, humans are done for. Whatever the case or the cost may, I gave my fucking soul. Would It doesn't matter. So, you're and right. Then I, I start Gerhard. moving the. Uh, Quite right. Did, uh, did the good doc have a look at one of the. If I could, if, I, if, if it's handy, 
Oh, just... there's, plenty, there's plenty around. Um, give me a dex check. Oh, dex check. Oh, sure. Oh, look at that. 65 out of a out of a 70. That's a pass. It's just a pass, though. Okay. In which case, you're able to get up close and having a good look at this thing. Uh, you don't touch it inadvertently. Oh. But you are fairly sure from what you've seen previously, especially around the eyes, that it gives an indication of the fact that this thing inside might still be alive. Um, even the eyes have pretty much crumbled to dust. This this happened quite a while ago. Oh, that doesn't look very pleasant. A volcano oh. spewing lava. It's Katanathoa spewing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Plenty of notes on this, though. This is really fast. Well, how about we get we get the hell across this field Let's before go. this happens again? Oh yes. Can we put a bigger rock for now and all jump on top and run have it run across? Yeah, or it can easily rip up a few trees and have logs that it will then keep together, and you can stand on those. You, you can definitely have a platform that all of you can get on. That's not a problem. Right. So we'll do that. And you rush on up the mountainside. Um, heading towards what seems to be the sound of a pitch battle ahead of you. So this is your prompt for one more opposed power roll. A power roll? Yep. Uh, yes, have you, you named you. it yet? No. Um, Maybe it has a name. Me. I was thinking Fluffy. Well, it might have a name. You could ask it. Do you have a name? <laughs> it just roughly kind of translates as Ah! I like that. Ah, his name is Ad. Ah. It, it it failed again, so it's, it's slowly getting better. Seventy three. I'm just having a look at a message I've been sent. Ooh. <laughs> Magnus, yeah. you leave Ad alone. I'm... If you if you want to attempt that, then that's up to you. But you, okay, you cool. No, I just wanted to. I, yeah, it was. <laughs> I just sort of thought of it. Depending on what we're up against, it might be an option. Yeah, you never know. <laughs> right. As you approach, because you said you want to take this thing to where the elder thing, your base camp is, it veers away a, uh, probably about half a mile or so from, the to uh, from where the citadel's legs start to uh, meld into the, into the side of the volcano. Because you're a bit closer, you can see a bit more of what's going on, and again reinforces what you've seen through the eyes of the Shoggoth, that bits of the mountain, bits of the citadel are out of phase, that more so originally, you think this thing would have been quite almost static in terms of you could partially see through it, it might be translucent, but with like a static, um, not as in like it's rigid motion, but static like on a TV screen. Oh, okay. That um, you would see that it was not wholly there, but now that you're seeing it up close, bits of it look more solid than others, but it's not move. Not the sections that are becoming more real aren't moving in a logical pattern. So it's not like it's spinning and that like real bit comes around every so often, then another real bit comes around. It's completely chaotic, almost as if systems that are trying to keep this thing the the mechanism that's keeping it out of phase is breaking down. Right. Whatever Tyranish did when she got here, presumably, to try and get inside has screwed something up big time. And that as a result, 
the elder things have then made their attack by going, hey, we can actually affect this thing now, and are throwing their Shoggoth army at the thing. Um, up ahead, up ahead of you, you can see dozens of Shoggoths advancing on the on the legs of the citadel, trying to rip it to pieces. But some of them end up going through it. Some of them end up having to then swarm back round on themselves. They're getting hit by these laser beams, which are coming out of nowhere from bits of the citadel which are still invisible, and just being blasted apart, and then starting to reform slowly because they're still living when they get blown uh, blown apart. They just have to reform. The older things, having taken quite significant um, casualties, you think by this point, you can see bits of star-headed. Um, starfish heads and other bits of barrel-shaped body littered over a wide battlefield. They've pulled back out of the range of the uh, the lasers and have formed this camp where they're almost gathered in a almost like a ring. You can see some of them holding these um, these stones, evidently commanding the Shoggoths ahead of them. And the one that you're riding is heading straight to them to give back their fallen comrade. I, um, I look for one that looks that I can think might be a leader. Maybe he's bigger or just has some sort of, you know, I know they're naked, but I don't know. This might be a, and I get, you know, with, I'm not riding right up. I stop him and I tell him to, to put him down and I'm trying to get the attention of who I deem the leader. Give me a mythos roll to see if you can identify who the leader might be. And I'm trying to point to the thing and like, to, I'm trying to tell them to give me another one to one of those guys so they can communicate with them. Mythos roll, 37 out of 58. Uh, it's only a normal success. No, that's fine. It gives you an idea of what, what you think might be the, the one in charge. Um, you gesture towards it. This one, it has a very slightly different color hue to its, uh, to its barrel. Um, it turns and you can see that it's got one of these things held in its hand. Um, it maybe doesn't interpret your command exactly how you want because it, it tries to invade your mind first. So you can give okay. me some sound check. Sound uh, Ooh, I just failed it. Okay, that'll be a D6. Three, so one, and I'll use one. It's three, but my hardening. So mm -hmm. I have 65 luck because I'll absorb it. Okay. Perfect. Yeah, yeah. Let him let invade my mind and we could talk. That's perfect. Yeah, again, it's like a it's like a barrage of images because it's such an alien mind. It can't communicate with its own whistle-like language because you you just wouldn't understand it. But you get the impression that this thing is asking you, "What?" Your comrade, and then I have it spit it out. Make friends <laughs> with us. The shogun promptly vomits up the uh, the elder thing. We're here to help you kill the snake. Okay. You you get another series of images that give you the route that they took up. And it's almost as if this thing is saying, this is where they've gone. This is the most damaged part of the structure. But also you can see, it's almost as if the thing is thinking about what it wants to, uh, wants to happen. You can see the citadel itself already is kind of lurching precariously as some of the legs are bringing it, um, are starting to weaken and the whole structure is starting to descend into the caldera. But you're seeing it 
almost as if this thing is accelerating it in its mind's eye right. to, give, you know, to say that you better hurry, this thing's going down. So I, I reiterate that to the group mm -hmm. and this is the best route. So that way if something happens to me, they know the path. Uh, and I would say, do you mind if I borrow, well, can this thing get in with us? Given the size, it's going to be cumbersome trying to get that thing through inside the citadel they it suggests use it to get that far but then let it go so that you can go inside unhampered okay i have a question um well you were describing the, the citadel phasing in and out of time uh or space um uh, does it look like or can i determine whether if you got up close to it and you waited for a moment when it phased in that you could jump onto it and then when it phased out you would phase out with it and so that you were you were in it that is exactly how you're going to get inside okay and do, do, have we seen anything that looks like a way into it we see these big structured legs mm -hmm. but it the doesn't look like we have to climb them the legs have openings they have almost like hatches inside um on various points around the strut so they are you think almost like the equivalent of a fire exit or emergency exit, but that's how they've got inside of it. That's, the, that's collapsing, right? The, 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 the cucumber thing, according to Gerhardt, says that there's a way for us to get in. Now, Odd, come here. And I grasp your hand like that, and I tell the thing to, I'm, hopefully, I don't know if it'll work. I'm going to try it. Will my, so maybe he could see what the thing was telling me, and I ask it if it could show me the the schematics or the blueprint of yeah. the citadel and maybe tom can um, gil who the hell is that it, gil <laughs> time and space is weird here you're seeing through into other dimensions where he's got other names um the problem they've got there is they've never got inside so they have no idea what the interior well is like. at least what he showed me before so maybe i want to see if it works and he could see it too you can you can get the impression from the kind of the lead elder thing that but the outside so you know where the various struts are the various supports and also that they know that the original crystal structures that burrow into the into the volcano itself are actually part of the remnant nego tech that was cannibalized by the serpent people so that's not their creation that was actually the nego and that's what i was getting at because he has the didactic memory of the nego structure so I thought maybe he could see something that I'm not. Actually, well, there might be somebody else you could ask. <laughs> yeah. oh, you, you too? The guy in Connor's head, yeah. Eight. There's somebody oh, else I, up here. He I was never exercised. <laughs> the thing actually that worries me the most is that so far in every single encounter we've had, what we've really seen is the snake people screwing up the, uh, the Miko technology. Um, and then scrambling to try to fix what they did. Um, claiming I'm it was that might be exactly what's happening here. Well, seriously, you should ask uh, whoever this is that's in my head. He's still um, in there, huh? I think so. How do we summon him, Connor? I don't know. Hypnosis, Doc? Well, you have I a thing you're, you're talking into people's minds, right? You can't just come in here. And I, I can it. beat him out. 
Oh, on one side of the head, the bug comes out the other. Yeah. I've got most of the schematics and stuff in my head from that facility that he was at. So I'm not sure that they would know more than you could, you could potentially, if you got if you got one of the communicators, you could then try and target the other personality that's inside his head. Mm. Well, I think it's not involved in at the punching. moment. Shouldn't we just try to get up there? Let's get yeah, there. Let's, yeah, let's get there. Yeah. When I send the Shoggoth back, when I send back, I can um, then I'm free to use it differently. So, yeah. All right. All right. Or should we try to just go in the leg here and circumvent? Well, unless you want to be shot like those things with all those lasers, I would suggest otherwise. All right, well, let's go. Yeah, we need to be quick about this. Otherwise, like you say, we'll get shot by those random lasers. Mm -hmm. Ah, double time. Okay, in which case you get the kind of equivalent message come back of hold on tight. Hold on, guys. Uh, could I have a strength roll from everyone just to make sure they do hold on tight? Okay, so 26 is a hard success. 28 is a hard success. Now watch, when I cast my spell, I'm going to get 100. <laughs> um, 31 is a hard success. I will spend a point of luck to make that a success. Did you roll twice, Dr. Valens? Because you've got I, bonus. I rolled strength. a 61 and then I rolled a 61. Wow. <laughs> bonus dice to the win, eh? And odd? Oh, yes, I passed 28. Okay, you do indeed. You've got plenty of handholds on the uh, on the logs that you have there. Uh, poor old uh, Gonsalves is uh, kind of bouncing along a couple of times. He has to be held on tight by one of you. There you go, Odd's got a hand on his shoulder. Uh, the other serpent people, including Gabe and your uh, good old compatriots there, yeah, they've got clothes. They just they dig in, no problem for them. And you ride on through the battle. Uh, the Having touch base with the Elder Thing HQ, they clear a path for you to get up there. So you just have to worry about the city's defences. What's that? Luck. Can I have a group luck roll? I think at the lowest, 49. Not the doctor, wow. <laughs> oh no, mine's way high now. I've got it all the way up to 99 now. Mine's yes, 94. Yeah. All right, here we go. Roll it. Connor gets a salt kill. No. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> yes, so close. It was 54. <laughs> so, fail, eh? All right, roll me another D10. Three. Ooh, low ain't good. Oh, gosh. <laughs> of course not. He meant three from the top. <laughs> 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 now this this guy this this one deals from the bottom of the deck. All right, the Citadel's defense system targets the heroes with laser fire. Oh uh, boy, I'm going to roll to see if it hits. Right, you can give me another luck roll. Everybody, just uh, just group luck roll. Oh, oh man, <laughs> no, that's no. a ninety-nine this time. Oh, okay, oh, uh, game's over. <laughs> in which, no, not quite. It just determines what, what this what the laser hits, because at the moment it looks like right. it's going to hit the shog off. Yeah, so 
Not this. Not, not, uh, no. <laughs> it doesn't hit you, but it hits what you're riding. Yeah. Oh, I'm just seeing what the. You all get thrown. Precisely. Just another reason to. And we're riding on massive rocks. So as soon as he gets thrown, logs. the rocks and the logs are going to land on top of us. Oh, yeah. Hopefully we'll not. go, then the rocks. Yeah. Oh, that God. wasn't so bad. <laughs> It'll be yeah, the road ride. Pretty much. The coyote. The Connor's, Connor's army gets taken out by a log. <laughs> I'll take more than that. Uh, there's some good news and some bad news here. The good news is the Shoggoth can attempt to dodge the laser beam. Mm -hmm. The bad news is a Shoggoth has only got a dodge of 8%. So, Gerhard, as you're riding it, you can give me a roll and see if you get 8 or less. Oh, boy. 30, 30 even. Now, if okay. it would have been the other dice, it would have been. Um, this beam shoots right over your heads, but basically catches the Shoggoth in its rear. Um, it promptly bubbles and explodes, so bits of it go all over the place, sending you flying through the air. You can give me a dex roll to each to see if you land and don't injure yourself in the process. I failed that too. <laughs> I got a 10. Oh, one! I land standing! <laughs> yeah, can, I can I spend five luck to win? Yeah. <laughs> can I spend five luck to pass? Oh, yeah, you can spend luck on, but you can spend luck on virtually anything apart from luck rolls, damage rolls, sand rolls. I'll spend Me and Valen's just do a gainer off the <laughs> off the shoggoth and land. Ninety-eight. Oh, you, you go flat on your face, girl, flat into a rock. That that is the wily e. coyote moment of splat. I'll run straight over to Gerhard and administer first aid. How about Gabe and Gonsalves and all of Connor's little minions? I'm doing a quick roll for them. Not, yeah, 95 ain't great. Oh. Yeah, they're all dead. <laughs> they're not They're not dead. Uh, those of you that fail, uh, take a d6 in damage. That's not too bad. I, I took four, but I have my armor on, which absorbs eight. Okay, I'm going to roll Insane Constitution to have it. Yep. So that's so good? You, your, armor's, your armor basically means you go boing. You're fine. You're hurt. You maybe go when you get back up. Doc, I'm good. Get get Gonsalves. Okay, well, I'll go first to Connor and then Gonsalves. Okay, remind me to stop making any rolls. Because I am... I took all the damage and I'm incapacitated for two rounds. Because that's how my rolling's going today. Great, that means I've got to carry Connor. My serpent, my army. Oh, I might be able to resuscitate him. I have great stimulants and the med kit. Yeah, but he's a serpent. You've got human stimulants. Oh, no, I've been working on snake people quite a bit. Okay, that's good. <laughs> Plus, he's got he's got an army of people who will just carry him on there. Just show may, may I initiate first aid? You can give it a try. Boom. Oh, nine. Extreme. Oh. Yeah, nice. he's, he's fine. Well, he's, he he's slapped some. Wake him up. <laughs> wake up. Oh, I hit some kind of nerve. No sleeping on a job, Connor. <laughs> Here, Connor, you can drink some of this and you'll feel great in just a minute. Considering that uh, the doctor rolled an extreme, you can, instead of rolling the d4, you can regain four. Oh, in that case, I took no damage. He's uh, that good. <laughs> yeah, Hart, you still have the little star thing. It's in, wrapped around my hand. All right, well, you can use it on another one if you... Yeah. 
All right, let's keep moving then. Oh, is Gonsalves okay, or should I quickly administer it? How much damage does my entourage take? They're taking about two and three points each. Okay. But considering that that's, kind of, that's after their natural armor anyway, um, they're kind of more beaten. They're, they're just kind of cut up and, bray and bruised okay. rather than any significant damage. Right. Uh, Gonsalves did take a little bit of a whack, so if you want to spend a couple of minutes doing first aid. Certainly. Uh, there's a 41... So that is, uh, I was just looking at it. Uh, we need to move to cover because we're getting yeah, shot at. 41, yeah, 41. Yeah, yeah, 71. So that's a standard, a standard success on first day. Okay. Because you've done that to a couple of people now. Um, we're not just saying that your guys are stood out in the middle of the open, kind of going, yeah, laser beam, come at me. Um, there is plenty of rocks and other places where you can dive for cover. But you are spending reasonable amount of time in the same kind of vicinity while the doc is performing um, his first aid. Can I have another group luck check to see if you get hit by a wave uh, of the Oh my god. No! Mm -hmm. Oh jeez. Okay, thank goodness. Oh, thank god. <laughs> 21. No more first aid, doc! If someone gets hurt, we keep moving. <laughs> I mean, that's that was... <laughs> no no wave hit. What are you talking about, Magnus? Why are you in such I a rush? I still don't care. <laughs> we How don't much have time. further do we have to go now? Uh, you have. Roll me one d10. Seven. You've got about seven rounds. Oh. So forward. Mechanically, every round that you're on the outside. I need a group luck roll, and then to see if you fail, roll me one d10. So round one. Now, real quick, mm -hmm. can I see what's shooting at us? Can I send a, a blast at it? I have the elder device. I have. They have lasers. Yeah, we have the snazer rifles. We could try to take it part, out. Part take... of the problem being this: these things are several hundred feet up in the air. So doing a um, doing a shot at them ain't great, and also the thing is constantly phasing in and out, okay. and it's com they're coming oh, yeah. from multiple directions. You simply oh, okay. you aren't quick enough, or even everyone able to... stand behind Connor's snake army. Okay, oh six on the first round for luck. <laughs> yeah. You are fine on round one. Round two. What yeah, we should do definitely use... wait. What we should do definitely is not all stand in a group running. We yeah. need to spread like, out so like that stand far killed, away. One of them will oh, we're, we're not supposed to be like people in a war movie and all be like huddled together. <laughs> if, we stand, duck and wave. if we stand far enough away from Connor, do we get to have a different <laughs> luck check? Our own rule. <laughs> it'd be, it'd be, it'd be, you could still fail as a group, it's just you'd be each hit by a different thing. Guys, let's try six meters social distancing. Yeah. Why on earth would we do that? Try try to walk like this so yeah. that <laughs> okay. So second round luck check. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's an eighty-five. So that's no good. Oh, ten. Six. Battle continues around you, but you are not drawn into it. <laughs> Basically, five and above is your friend. One, two, three, and four are not Our your bad. friends. Okay. okay, okay. Round three. Okay, do it. Come on, Connor. I can't do it, Stu. But that's a 10, so... <laughs> okay. You, there's still, you can see beams firing across left and right from you. There's patches of the, mount, of the mountain side of the volcano side, which suddenly start to turn grey and black, but nothing in your path at the minute. Round four. Oh, six. 
Round five. What? Another 06? Am I rolling? Okay. Right. <laughs> you can hear Round you six. shaking the dice. Round. Okay, that's a 10. Round ah, seven. And right. this one, if you pass this one, when you arrive, it will be in phase so that you can then potentially run right through it. On. You don't have to add any more pressure, Matthew. It's fine. Because, <laughs> yeah, nope. 65. Oh, okay, big. you arrive, but it's you can't dive into it. It's not yet here. But you can roll me a d10 to see if you are safe or not. Oof, 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 10. Oh. <laughs> okay. You can give me... Now that you're waiting there, you, you aren't moving any further... Make another uh, make another luck check until you uh, basically tell me how many you make until you succeed. Four. So the fourth one is the, the one fourth. that succeeds. Yeah, whatever that one was, I might have, might have lost count out of despair. Yeah, that was but four. That was four. <laughs> okay, so for round one that you're waiting there, give me another d10. That's a three. Okay. That one is lasers again. So, first of all, let's see if it hits. There's no shoggoth for it to get as collateral now. So you have this, and a bit of the rock just blows, explodes away uh, fairly beside you. So that will be seven to get up there. That is effectively the eighth round. So round nine will be the D10. second of your three, and then round ten will be the third of your three. Okay. So the second round of waiting. The six. Okay, nothing happens that time. Just then the tenth round. Just some dogs apparently off in the just distance. A guard dog. <laughs> Tindalos isn't that far away from here in terms of. Okay, other... and that's another ten. So. Okay. Increments of five. What I was looking for. So this represents your second increment of five. You can give me another party luck roll to see if you get another wave of Gitanathoa hit you before you get inside. Oh. So you get in on round 11. Yeah. Did we bring umbrellas? No. 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 Oh, we're all going to get <laughs> stoned uh, solid. Death. I'll take it that's a, that's a fail then, yeah? That's a fail. That's an 80. Oh, okay. here's where we all die. So that is we all made it through the entire campaign <laughs> and then died in the last because I just didn't have enough of my luck pool left. I had more than 30, but apparently you need a lot more than just 30. <laughs> Who says this is gonna kill you? It's just gonna make it uh significantly more interesting. Every living entity must attempt a con roll. Con. <laughs> I passed that. 72. Oh, that's pass. Um, hard pass. Wait, Matthew hasn't told us yet. If you pass, that's the failure. <laughs> Damn it, you're reading my mind. <laughs> 17. Can, can I spend luck on this? You certainly can, and I think you want to. Even if I rolled a 99? <laughs> Ooh. But I'm my con is 85. It's really high. And I didn't say it this time, more uh, Connor. I, I was thinking, oh yeah, this is nothing can go wrong now. And ninety nine. So it's still can not I very spin, many. Can I spend fourteen luck? I think it might have to be a bit more, uh, because 
99 puts it in the range it's of a, a fumble. Fail. Yeah. And uh, normally you can't spend luck on a fumble. But I believe in pulp there is oh. the option that you can spend luck so that it doesn't become a fumble. I just need to check what the effect after that is, is whether you can then spend luck to... That's not what I expected luck. you to say. I thought you were going to say, well, there's this rule in pulp where if you burn all of your luck, can you have more than 30? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> oh, right, yeah. We, we, <laughs> That's the shit. last resort. Yeah. 99 minus 1, so I've got 98. So let's see. Ah. Oh. It, the, uh, it seems like the odds are in your favor because that main thing I'm thinking of is adjusting weapons fumble or firearm malfunction outcomes. So this is not a skill roll. This is a characteristic roll. Burn the luck. Okay, so it's just 14 or do I need to burn it all the way to a hard success? No, no, just a regular success is all you need. Okay, 14. I'm still kicking. Okay, Good. Let's, let's see for shits and giggles what it would have been. I roll 3d10. Oh, God. 3d10? Oh, God. Okay. Jesus. Uh, 5, 7, that's 12, and 5, uh, uh, yeah, so 17. 17. That's how much dex you would have lost as you start to oh, pet your no. oh, But nope, you are fine. You have luck. What about, what about my entourage? Well, oh. I'm not going to roll this. Um, I'll give you one one roll to cover them all. Now, let's get an av average of what serpent people what they're to cover them all. What about Dr. Consolvers? And one know? person to fail it. <laughs> not to fail it. It doesn't matter what the number is. Oh, Gonsalves is almost... He's not... Well, he just wants to be a snake person. There's a difference. Uh, no, I mean, does he pass the dicks? Also, the con... Well, let's let's see what happens with his uh, with his entourage. Uh, yeah, your con for the for your serpent people army isn't that bad actually. Uh, I'm gonna say they've got an average con of it goes as low as forty in the group, but then goes to a high as nine a high of ninety. So halfway in between that, I'm thinking about sixty five. Sixty five. 64! Oh, there you go. How about that? Right, yeah, but they seem unfazed. And then on the 11th round, because you're not arriving, you don't have to dive through it, so you don't have to make another roll. You just wait until it comes in phase and then jump through. And when you get inside, a second later, the sound of battle outside becomes very muffled and very distant as you sidestep slightly through other layers of dimensions and you are indeed phased with the city. You're inside. You have pretty much just one single way up. Um, the leg structure is almost just a ramp that just goes round and round and round until it gets into the body of the citadel itself above. And you can hear the hum of electrics. You can hear the or feel rather breeze against your face as there is some kind of air circulation in here. It's not completely stale air that's in here. But I presume as you are moving forward, some of the lights aren't working. Some of the panels in the walls here are open and you can see wires dangling out. You, particularly Oddie, as you're the, uh, the tech bunny of the group, 
this has been here for a very, very, very long time and has not been maintained for almost as long. Things are starting to fall apart here. Oh, so this isn't battle damage. This is just, it's really, really old. Oh, yeah. This is tens of thousands of years old. Oh. Hey, hey Gerhard. Yes. Do you want to contact? Um... Um, all right. Let's see. I'll hold the elder thing and see if I can contact the man in Frost's head or the thing in Frost's head. Cross off another five magic points. Woohoo. <laughs> and give me an opposed pal roll against Connor. Oh no, who's going to win? <laughs> Gee, I wonder who. 36 out of 300. Hard extreme. Well, given my luck tonight, I actually passed that on the dot. But it's not oh. an extreme. 67 no, out of 67. Pretty much the only way to beat him is roll 01. Yeah, but yeah pretty much. In which case, Connor's mind opens to you. And because it is more serpent, well, it is serpent person now. There isn't much. There's, there's a human personality in there. Well, something that vaguely resembles a human personality is Connor. And then there's this almost like a shadow lurking at the back of his mind that is very much a, a part of him, but also very distinctly different at the same time. And that is this fungoid Mego presence. Gil, I've made contact. What 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 should I I I I honestly don't know, Gerhard. I don't know what you I don't even know how to convey to you what you could ask. Um the security systems for us, the Citadel, how would I shut them down? I would I would normally Allow this to go straight to the uh, straight to the player to roll uh, to role play this out, but you don't have the info to uh, to give him. So, <laughs> yeah, rather rather than kind of give it to you and then give it to him, I'll if you're happy with that, I'll kind of tell the yeah, main. Just just go for it. Yep. There's this buzzing voice that speaks with patches of English that it's learnt from having been melded with Connor, and says that this place will have a heart a beating heart that controls the central nervous system governed by one of our instruments one of our computational devices this will be what controls everything in this place are you conveying <clears throat> that back to me yes yes for I, I completely understand yeah not unlike the place in in, uh, in Norway, in Iceland, but yep, same. In Iceland, yeah. sorry. Yeah, hey, there is. Gerhard, a, can you? There is you a central can, computer. You can see into Connor's mind right now. I'm in the Mego in his mind. Oh, okay, I was going to say if you could work out what's wrong in there, that'd be great. <laughs> that that'll take another episode. Um, <laughs> a campaign. There's just a vast <laughs> black void. Now, yeah, I'm surprised like, you're not having to make a sanity roll being in He's there. just, yeah, <laughs> seeing it to my mind. Just, now, yeah. does this Migo know this place specifically? 
it knows elements of the technology. So you think that probably there are other places which have been built similar to this. So it's mm -hmm. making a an educated guess based on what it's seeing. Now, is there any traps we need to avoid or anything that we need to be aware of? And how can we combat that? Oh, yeah, it kind of almost smugly replies with almost certainly that our systems are built almost as living devices. There will be antibodies. Security. And how can we affect those antibodies or let the antibodies see us as one as amigo or a friend, not a threat? Uh, Two-part answer then. Uh, firstly, keep on the move. Don't linger in one place too long because if you're identified as a foreign body, it will then be able to move on your location accurately. But also, if you move it into an area where it's uh, where it's designated as low risk, unless you deliberately draw attention to yourself and interact with something you shouldn't, you can probably pass them by. But you won't know such areas until you pretty much feel right on top of them. Right now, I, I look at the group. Any other questions before? Oh I yes, Gerhard, okay. could you could you ask if if there are firing portals in the very tower we're in right now? We could stealthily go up and perhaps knock out some of the uh, the shooters. If I can find a way to access the main computer, I can just turn them off. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the, the computer will control everything. It will be like the brain of the operation, the brain well, brain and heart in one. Uh, well, it would be quicker going to the control room rather than it would be going up to the individual turrets. Right. It's uh, the first thing it's, well, one of the first things it said was don't stay in the same place too long. Right. So yeah. let's, let's move. <clears throat> now, yeah. in my mind to Connors, without just probing his mind, I'm not saying this to the group, I want to know if he killed the lady on purpose or was that a simple mistake that damned me i'm not asking i'm probing in to so from connor's probe mind he was trying to get through her defense her magical defense and he dialed it up too high it was a mistake because uh, right. that plots his his end game because i mean ah. in his mind i mean in yeah he was i mean he he doesn't like to it eliminate people so quickly I, then I sever the link, and I make sure he doesn't fall down. I I just had this vision of looking into Connor's mind, and you just see him sitting on this big, large black rock with a rabbit. Just... <laughs> that's a capybara that he there. just <laughs> perfect. When did you? Calm. <laughs> I thought it was only Gerhard who probed my mind. How are you doing? You know this. <laughs> we need... All right, let's move. So as we're moving, if I if I come to any place where I find a panel, an operational access panel of some sort, I will try to get some access. It may be a schematic to pop up. Okay. Well, right. we were given the route in here, weren't we? Are you we given the route. Well, the thing doesn't necessarily. I'm sorry, I talked. What, what did you say? I was saying that the, you've been given the route that gets you to the leg because the older things didn't get inside, so they only okay. knew where the entrance was. They don't know the layout inside the thing. Right. Got so, it. What, what were you saying, Odd? I, I was just saying that, yeah, we don't know. We, we need a schematic or something. So I, if I can bring that up, then we'll know where to go. Okay. Um, in which case, a bit more of a description of the place first, but you, you will find one of, as well, you'll find something that you can use. It might not be exactly what you want, but you'll, you'll work out what I mean by that in a minute that this place, this citadel, is completely enclosed. Given the size of 
the structure that you saw from the outside. And now that you're inside it, to give it context of how well the volume of the, the place is, looking at some of the rooms that you pass, um, you do pass doorways every so often where there's, there's no door, there's just an open archway that leads into various rooms that look almost like very small apartments. When I, when I say apartments, it's almost just like cupboards or uh, storerooms. They're, they are one single room and they're not that big. Um, but you do see there's what look to be, in some cases, ornate tapestries or rugs um, in some of these places with thick, heavy, um, thick, heavy cloth or weaving that seems to be quite pervasive through here. There seems to be quite a lot of this stuff that you're passing. But various of the room sizes, and then again, thinking back to what you saw on the outside, if this place was inhabited, you think it could probably maximum occupancy probably could have held about 10,000 people so there's a lot of potentially a lot of people living here but you don't see much sign of life in the leg struts it's only when you get to the top of the um, top of the the leg itself and then on the lowest level of the of the citadel where you start to see signs of habitation by which means you see some of these rooms where there's horrible smells coming out of them like horrible animal smells even connor ain't too uh ain't too fond of these smells because there's evidence to say that serpent people have been relieving themselves in corners uh piles of excrement just being built up in others uh some of it's even in the hallways uh there's mess there's bits of bone and flesh as almost like discarded food that's left around other bits of rotting in various points and the place is absolutely filthy I and mean, it really looks like um i think like the worst student house party that's lasted for the last ten thousand years has gone down here as those students have then started to devolve with potentially inbreeding and losing knowledge of what exactly is around them. So what we're That's noticing is that this place has been inhabited all this time. But an enclosed I didn't habitation. Expect that. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't expect that. Yeah. They must be going in well, there might crazy. be some people uh hanging around then. Not people, but well from the look of it, we're gonna find a whole bunch of college students living here. They might yeah. look like snake people, but they're undisciplined. They're undisciplined. Look. Has anybody read Lord of the Flies? I don't think we have to worry about soldiers. They ain't going to be soldiers. Look at this. Filthy. Soldiers are fine. Savages are a different thing. I agree. I, I love riffing on what players say. Because you said flies, you can give me a listen roll, everyone. Ooh, oh, no. Good roll. I got a 13. Which is Magnus, a what, what, what is Lord of the Flies? Oh, did that has not come out yet? No, and it won't for like another like 20 years. <laughs> it's also a name of the devil as well. I passed. Listen? Yep. Oh, another roll I have managed to pass. I'm impressed. But those of you that succeed and also wondering about uh, Magnus's foresight into the works of William Golding can hear off in the distance what sounds like the faint buzzing of a swarm of flies. 
I'm so tired of insects. Well, Where's... I mean, flies normally hang out around dead things, don't they? Or piles of crap. How would flies get in here? What if they were already in here? Well, let's go look. Or is it the buzzing sound of, of like, Migo. voice? Migo? Uh, this, this sounds like a swarm. It's many, 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 many. Unless, I mean, unless like Caduceus's insect Not things are here. Tsetse flies. Oh, just... yeah, what if I put in the... Oh, I'm going to go look, because we're not supposed to stand around. Keep our That's a good call, yeah. yeah. Okay, you're, you're going towards it, the sound, yes? Is anyone else going towards it? Oh, wait, it? unless this is one of the antibodies. Connor is going with all of the serpent people. No, everybody stay back. I'm going. <laughs> oh, dear. I'll go look. I'll you go careful, Connor. Okay, because it's just you on your own, you don't take a penalty. You can give me a stealth roll as you get round a corner where you think it's uh, a good vantage on where this sound is coming from. All right, 69 is a pass. Okay. You round a corner. Some of these corridors are really long. And this is definitely one of those arterial corridors that connects a whole array of different rooms and what you think probably would be living quarters way back in the day. Um, way ahead of you, you can see something that looks a bit like a serpent person, but imagine about half the size and crawling along the floor. Um, so almost doing like a commando crawl, one... Uh, kind of wiggling one arm over the other and you can see a very slight blood trail haven't you? it's cut itself on something behind it and it's desperately trying to get away you can hear the panic in its breathing and it's gasping as it's, it's a fair, fair way off as this horde of flies which hang in the air and with the occasional light the, these corridors are fairly well lit but some of them they do occasionally spark with light reflect off what seems to be a metallic set of wings on each of the flies. These are biomechanical. They descend on this serpent figure and all of you, even those that are um, lurking well back, can hear the screams as this thing is torn down to its bones in the matter of seconds like airborne piranha tear into it. But thankfully they have not seen you. Is that a sand check? Yeah, you can give me a sand check. Ah, that doesn't phase me. All right. Now you're fine. They don't smell or sense so, heat or anything. They're coming, coming back. Yay. So about those antibodies. Um, yeah, we got a, go uh, we got a problem. <laughs> yeah. Go to the other if you hear buzzing, avoid it at all costs. Well, uh, you said metallic wings. Maybe we should fire lightning uh, bolts into it. Uh, if they As a swarm. It's a, it's a, I mean, hopefully that if in a pinch that might help us but you don't have an electromagnetic pulse generator by any chance do you Audi? have you don't have a, you don't have any like uh mechanical frogs by chance we've or... got a we've got a gravity you have smasher. lightning guns by any chance oh let's load, let's load your net gun with mosquito nets we've got a gravity smasher we've got lightning guns i've got a faraday cage on my body i can electrocute anything that touches I hope we're talking or walking. Yeah, we're walking. Oh, we are. Yeah, yeah. Away. You've also got your uh, Mythos Powered uh, Cthulhu nuclear bomb if you need it as well. That's, That's right. I've got the the, the half ring device. We could just plant the half ring device. And I've got a lot of weapons. I've got like a stupid amount of weapons. Magnus, we already we always know you have a lot of weapons. 
Now, as you're moving along, you don't, um, you're not wandering aimlessly because the group that came through here, they have left tracks. Um, there's bits of excrement that they've stood in and leaves a few footprints. There's the moss and other bits of bone and half-eaten something that's on the floor mm. that they're kicking oh. away. So there is a definite trail you can follow. It's not great. So you first of all, who wants to give me a track roll? I'll do it. <clears throat> that is a 31, uh, which is a hard pass. Okay. How this is going to work, mechanically, you have a trail that you can follow. You may end up veering off track, depending if you fail every so often, but it leads you to one place. You then make a track roll to see if you can get to the next place in the uh, basically in the progression. But every time okay. you veer off, you're going to have somewhere else that you find in the meantime. Okay, cool, cool, cool. But in this case, you are bang on target. You are following a very clear path. On the way, Odd spots what looks to be one of these panels again that's kind of half swung off the wall. But this looks like it's got a bit more of something else in the wall. Hmm. All right, let's back here. You, you can see through various cables. Um, you don't seem to feel much of a... There's definitely not much heat coming through here, so you don't think the cable's alive. Well, at least the vast majority of them. Right. But there's something else in there that... For a second, you think it's maybe just like a larger, thicker cable. Um, you can give me a weird science roll. So this would be your mythos, uh, like a combined roll with your mythos and your your choice of electrical or mechanical repair. I'll go with electrical. I, I, I'd roll it twice, one for each of them. Uh, it's a combined roll is you want to get a roll that goes under both of them. Okay, I got one that goes under electrical repair, but not under the mythos. Okay, you're, you're fairly sure that then this is some kind of electrical mechanism that you don't think it's providing power to the rest of the structure, but it's definitely something that you think connects up to a central hub, but probably not the, comp the main computer, because it doesn't look as though it's got any cables that would be transferring data or anything that you think would be comparable to what you've already seen in the base in Iceland. If anything as well, this thing, when you start to turn it round, you realise it isn't quite a cable. It's more like a, a metal tentacle and that there are suckers along one side of it. It's biomechanical. This, this yeah. is some kind of interface, but it's you're getting one very isolated part of the mechanism. But if this is some kind of interface, that might be the kind of thing you're looking for to get an idea of the wider layout of the place, if you can connect to it. Well, you just have to find where the connection port is. Right. Uh, so is it something that I, I, I think that I can connect to here or that I need to go on and find a, a more you need, to find, you need to find the place where it connects. Um, or rather, I'll say you need to find the place where it can, um, where you would connect to it normally to be able to do it with relative safety okay but if you want to try and connect to it here you can try it but it's going to be a bit more dangerous yeah i'm afraid i don't know the technology well enough to try something like that but i'm looking then for something that that would connect to where we could interface with it so i'll just keep that in mind if as you, we go on if you see this tentacle type thing with metallic suckers 
you you will know that that if it's like coming out of a wall or it's out basically more of a something that you can physically say yeah i could actually hook myself up to that that's okay. the thing you're looking for all right so i'll keep an eye out for anything that looks like that as we go on okay and i think we're all listening for the buzzing sound in case oh was... yes <laughs> well, i'm doing the tracking well you certainly don't hear buzzing not yet anyway but you can give me listen rolls a big old failure. 90 yeah, is what? Not... Oh, two. Nice. I mean, Kent on odd telling me about the tentacle thing. Ah, <laughs> oh, right. Yeah. So it sounds like it's only the Frost Brothers that made this one out, yeah? Oh, no, I failed horribly. Oh, only is it only Magnus that passed? Yeah. Well, you're leading the way with tracking, so. Yeah, it makes, so it sense. makes sense that, that I'm, I'm up. I've paid a little yeah. bit, yeah. That makes perfect sense then. Yeah, you hear what sounds to be right in the direction that you're going and you're fairly sure the tracks are leading you towards. You hear what sounds to be human screaming. Okay, we've got some uh, what sounds like human screaming coming up, gents. Human screaming? I wouldn't yeah. expect to see any humans in here. I wonder if that's part of the defense. Just in case, I'm being paranoid, but maybe... It detected humans, make a human in danger, call the... Just, we go running, and then it kills us. Right. Just That's that's a really smart idea. Just be cautious. Okay, I'll do another track roll to see if we can see if people... Have, if this is the, the right Maybe. direction, at least, if it's going yeah. towards the screaming. Your, your first roll definitely counts, so this that still leads oh, you okay. in the direction you're Either going. Either that, Gerhard, or it's some sort of black magic. Oh, when uh, when the queen uh, came here, did she potentially take anyone with her? Just the guards, soldiers to eat. No, the soldiers that uh, the, the, the snake other serpent the people that she that she conscripted into her oh, blasphemous yeah. army. Isn't that right? Uh, right. <laughs> My squad, yeah, the, where, where they're the, here to liberate them. <laughs> yeah, the, the group behind your car going, yeah, those splitters. Yeah. Yes, and uh, also um. Just, just to clarify, the serpent people screaming is different to the human screaming, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. This yeah, is definitely seller, well. Right? In fact, how good was your listen roll? I got no two. When you start getting closer, you're not so sure it's human anymore, but it sounds bloody close. These might be serpent people. Now that we're getting closer, there's a there's a slight hiss to the end of the scream. Uh, like hybrid? A... No, it's not serpent people either. Oh wait, I... no, it's Agath. I don't know what a shot got. I mean, no, it's not one of those things. Um, if I could like a like pick it and like animals to mix together. <laughs> be careful. Was? Just be careful. Yeah, mouse would be closest. It's like a mouse. A mouse, just to clarify, not a mouse. A moose. A mouse, like, like a little. Yeah. yeah, it's like a squeak, but it's a lot oh. louder. Like, we just all be quiet and then go find out what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, let's let's uh, creep forward then. You you push on, getting closer and closer, and you realize that one of this one of the sounds of this the nearest cry, this kind of crying, wailing sound, is coming from what looks to be a part of this <laughs> torn up tapestry that's been thrown in the corner, evidently used as a as kind of a basic form of toilet paper it's it's smirched with excrement it's bundled up and this sound is coming from something that's kind of just 
you can see it writhing underneath the tapestry. And as you get close enough to it, but still keeping it kind of well out of offensive nasal territory or offensive nasal, uh, nasal distance, you can see something crawl out from underneath that has this quite wide mouth. It looks completely blind. Um, it might have eyes under these sealed up uh, shut eyelids. It's hard to tell. But there's definitely something kind of black balls under this under this skin. Completely hairless. And some of its limbs are not the same size as the others. Some of them are short and stumpy. Others are long, thin and broken. And this thing's probably about, this, probably about a foot long. And it's it's got features that vaguely resemble rodent, so slightly formed snout. But the mouth opens up wide, and it almost has this human-like voice box where it just where it's just crying and wailing as it's dragging along behind it one broken leg. Uh, is this just man crawls. size? It's only about it's about foot size, foot long. Oh, I push my way right to the front of the group, mm -hmm. and do I? I don't have any food on me. I'm gonna, I'm gonna like let it know I'm there, shh, 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 like that, like kind of. This thing doesn't seem to have much by way of ears either. Gerhard, don't touch it. Ew. Gerhard, don't fuck it. Yeah, Beautiful. You, you see, it, it's a it's, child. Yeah, he's, he's got. He's kind of acting like a baby a little. It's feeling around with its. God, they're not quite hands, but they're not quite paws either. I, I put my, I extend my hand out to let it touch, you know, it'll tap my hand. You're going to get some horrible disease, dude. Oh, no. Might be really cute. Okay. Uh, oh, my God. In which case, it bumps up against your hand and then freaks the fuck out, and it immediately turns quicker than it you think it should be able to, and dives straight back under the tapestry. I, I'll go after, but not, you know, damn, I, nobody have food on them? We, we didn't bring snacks to Mo. Sorry. Uh, Connor can give me. I think power roll is probably the the best. Roll to resist here. eating it. Don't want to go <laughs> chase it. I want to go chase it. That's a ninety-eight. Oh yeah, because you realize actually, this is some gourmet shit right here. This is the kind of genetically engineered fiesta oh. resistance that you. All right, all right, to. boys. Looks like meat's back on the menu. <laughs> oh. yeah and the um indeed the uh the serpent person entourage uh, they all kind of get the whiff of this thing and it's like all of you move as one chasing the dinner that's on called three legs and one broken one i'm not as it runs that. as it runs pig. down the corridor to where you can hear the, there's a big doorway at the end of the corridor that you're running to which is exactly where your tracks are going where you can hear more stuff moving around inside Big. Talk about running into the lion's den. Shit. We catch it before it gets there. Give me a dex roll. <sighs> Stealthy time. Nope. Because uh, yeah. you, you rush straight into the room. Um, this thing dives under this old rusted long metal table uh, bench table. Um, but you're you're kind of you're not quite seeing everything that's around you. You see, there's a table and these bench chairs next to it. The thing's rusted to hell and back, like it's been sat there for thousands of years. Uh, but you just dive straight underneath, kind of crawling along the carpet of bone that's underneath and bits of flesh that are still left there. But finally, grab hold of the thing and just oh, and take it down in one 
one gulp, a bit like swallowing the tastiest oyster that you've had uh, you've had in a long, long time. Oh. Let me know if you see any more of those things. They're delicious. I, yeah, there's kind of a uh, kind of a from your entourage behind you. Uh, yeah, there's a there's a few of them in here, boss. I, <coughs> I think I know why the snake civilization fell apart. <laughs> oh. Is this a nest of them? Um, when you poke your head up above the up above the table, what you see, the best way to describe it is like a refectory. That there are long benches, long metal tables which have started to rust, um, with big chairs or these long benches that run along them. Um, that are, they were, you maybe think, once upon a time, fairly regularly spaced across the hall but they've been moved and they're now out of joint and they're, well, there are angles. The place is overwhelming in its stench. Um, I mean, the stench of death and rotting organic matter in here is so overpowering that anyone who's not a serpent person can give me a con check. I think I'm heading back down the corridor and going. Yeah, I might be following him. Um, past just. I puke. Hard pass. Yep, those of you that, uh, well, the one of you that doesn't like the smell of this, yeah, you lose what little bit of your dinner you still had left in your in your system. Why don't and you just fucking eat that? And I walk away all pissed off. Yeah, you, you I'm, end up I'm following Oddie. You end up puking over the half-eaten remains of one of these things that's just been left like a half-discarded uh, uh, what they call it? Meat on a stick. Let's go, rat on a stick. That's just been discarded in one uh, one side of the room, but also the fact that there are there are other creatures like this. They aren't quite the same, but they they all look as though they're blind. Some of them don't have ears. Some of them do have ears, but they look like they're almost sealed over in the center. Um, they're all hairless, but they're all also sort of different sizes. The limbs, some of them are there, some of them are not. It's like a genetic engineering nightmare experiment gone wrong. Uh, a very are... tasty experiment gone wrong. Oh, very, very tasty. Um, very you can see that there's, there's some of them running all over the floor, but also there's about a dozen of these serpent people that you saw that half-sized that are sitting on the tables, not the, ben not the kind of long benches, because they're far too the benches are far too big for these half-sized serpent people. They're just kind of sat on the on the the tables themselves, some of them you can see they're lying and defecated where they where where they're lying. Some of them are still asleep, where you can you can hear them snoring. Others are suddenly kind of and looking up, almost like disturbed meerkats that they suddenly kind of go erect and look around, seeing the sound of you coming in. And around the outside of the room, there are these. Imagine almost like an oval in this metal wall where the metal phases into this fleshy opening, almost like a sphincter, that writhes and pulses and then every so often just vomits out another one of these, uh, of these creatures that then the umbilical cord detaches and gets sucked back in into the sphincter-like hole. And the serpent, the degenerate serpent people that are nearby scramble to get one of these things and fight between themselves, pulling it apart and then munching down on the of the still warm guts of the thing that's just been born. It sounds like these little serpent people have a distinct lack of leadership. 
a void because... which I will I will fill if I can. Don't let okay. Gerhardt see the the sphincter. <laughs> <laughs> no, he left. He, he didn't get a chance. Yeah, yeah I, I left too. I'm not seeing this either. Yeah, me and Audie have, have walked off as well. So it's just you okay. and the dock. I'm just taking samples in the back of the little corpses. So I, in my big snake person, I mean, I'll start, like, I'll get their attention. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, you, you could all, well, how, how do you gain their attention? The will. Yeah. That's one way. Oh. So the pushing, uh, and it kind of rattles across the top of one of the, uh, one of the metal tables. Yeah, they're, they're all, the ones that were asleep kind of, uh, kind of turn around and look at you. Uh, give me a psychology roll to see if you can get the kind of the lay of the land, as it were. Oh, one. These things, you, you can read them like a book. Um, you know, pray when you see it. Um, they are so degenerate and so weak in comparison to this full bodied, uh, kind of hot blooded serpent person that you are. You are like several leaps and bounds up the evolutionary chain from these you think that even the slightest threat of force will either send these things cowering into submission or running running scared i mean th- these are really no threat at all or individually on on mass maybe but individually hell no Do they speak any Nikal still? Uh, do you say something in Nikal? I gather, like they respond, and with your letting your O one ride, yeah, Nikal's the only language that they recognize. And I, I point to myself, and I'm like, leader, like your leader. Hmm. There's kind of this kind of, and they they look between each other and are kind of a bit confused. Uh, then one of them like points up at you that they they look to. You you're not the computer. <laughs> Shame. <laughs> are you? I I say yes. At which point there's just this wave of computer <laughs> and they start bowing uh, in front of you. Okay, and then I, I, I inform them um, intruders are here. Yeah, they, they all turn on mass and point towards the door on the far side of the room. They went that way. And I said, you will help the computer eliminate intruders. Hmm. Okay, they, there's this wave of fear that looks around them, but they kind of look back to you and says, "Must follow computer's orders." And I pointed a couple of them, like gather as many of you as you can. Oh, oh yeah, oh yeah, and they start, they scamper off. Um, some of them come down, come back out the way you came, so they'll pass um, Odd, Gerhardt, and Magnus in the corridor outside they see you and then while they kind of they were going kind of slightly furtively to begin with it's full out panic they just run past you um, they don't attempt to 
engage in combat. They just go, oh shit, they're, you're bigger than me, and run. Connor, as long as they don't attack us thinking that we're intruders. No, 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 you're with me. No, we're, but we, they don't know that because we're, we're down the hall. That's why I had the Elder Thing device out just in case. Hmm. I was the only one that was sort of with you. <laughs> oh, okay. Just reading the uh, the message that I've got. In fact, I've got two messages now, actually. Yeah. Well, if they come in our direction, I'm just going to flatten myself up against the wall. Well, they, they start coming in your general direction, but then they try to give you the widest berth they possibly can at the quickest speed. So they start on moving. Uh, I need to send a clarification to someone else. So give me one moment. The hell? Magnus, mm. brought your brother slowly building himself an army. Yeah. Not too are you stoked sure? about that. Are you sure he doesn't have the scepter? Oh, I have the scepter. Well, that um, answers your question. <laughs> well, I knew that, but I don't think that anybody else did. Oh, no, but I just say it at that point because... Sorry, Connor's not in the room with us, so... <laughs> I have a day with Nagalathotep. Let's hurry this up. All right, so um, we, okay, so Connor is in there with the doc talking to whatever the hell those things are, um. But yeah, you're right. There, there could be some worry there if Connor. Uh, um, I gotta see if I can find an interface to this computer. Let me. I'm just gonna scout ahead real quick and see if I can uh, find a way to get around to the to the main computer. Um, I'm going see if with I can you. see any more tracks. So uh, I won't go too far. Well, I'm coming with you. No. Okay. Um, I think I. Okay, yeah, I got that. Yeah. Uh, you can also, you can also give me a track roll as well. Yeah. Uh, okay. That's an O five. Okay. In which case, you pick up, as mentioned, that when they all said they went that way, uh, you can pick up the trail again on that far side and know where they're going from there. So that will get you to the next location without any right. interference on route. Uh, as for your other thing, give me a D6. Six. Okay, so me and Audie and Gerhard, are you going to come with me and Audie the other way? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so we've gone off and then Doc and Connor have gone in the other direction. Mm-hmm. We split up. <laughs> Cover more ground that way. Yeah, no, I, I, I'm waiting. I'm waiting for them to return with more army. Hopefully. Okay. Do do, well, do I see? Do as I an emissary see, uh, of the computer? I expect. Do, do I see the other three start heading off? I, I think I'd rather join them than be mistaken as food for the snake army. We headed off the second he yeah. started eating that that little thing. So you've, oh, you've you, oh! So yeah. this is like a while ago. Okay. Yeah. Oh, which case, the doctor's probably finding these quite fascinating then, as you're seeing uh, pretty much the room empty, and then slowly over the over the next few minutes, um, you can start to see dribs and drabs and more of these 
kind of degenerate serpent folk start to come in and slowly with this kind of wide-eyed look of awe and reverence on their faces um they can they all start to converge on connor uh, not with any kind of malicious intent but just like emissary of the god is here the god computer is here oh yes <laughs> that's him or in my in my head is one of the builders of the computer the great gods that have assembled gods live in me literally that's not a lie <laughs> <laughs> Right. Because the dock is the only one that's uh, correct me if I'm wrong, the dock, the dock is the only one that's going to be, aside from Connor, the only one in the refectory. Along with um, my 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 standard entourage of the five. Yeah. Them. Gabe so and they're keeping, they're keeping a good perimeter just so that you've got the, you've got coverage on all sides just in case you need it. But it becomes very quickly obvious that these are not putting up a fight, but they are just standing in religious reverence. And this congregation that's kind of growing steadily, you've probably got about a couple of dozen at this point, and they're still trickling in. Um, the doc can give me a spot hidden roll. Oh, spot hidden, yes. This could be quite terrifying. Oh, yes, there's a, a hard six, actually, no, 19. Out of spot hidden, spot hidden. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's. Uh, oh no. That's. That's just a hard. Yeah. Okay. So I got a hard success. Okay. You can give me a uh, sanity check as well then. Oh dear. Uh. Oh no. That's really bad. It's. Oh. 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 Zero. Oh. Zero. Zero. Oh. 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 I think. I think we'll hit you with the maximum oh. for this sand loss then. One. <laughs> zero, zero stroke one sand loss oh my god what okay. you see um, as you're keeping a good look around the area you hear first of all something that sounds almost like metal scraping against metal and your oh. eyes are drawn to the doorway that you came in via and this probably takes a couple of instances of this happening for you to notice it but you see something that almost looks like a flash of metal and then it's gone. But then on the second or third time, you see what's happening, that there seems to be a, a snake that seems to be made of what you can only describe as liquid or maybe even living metal that oh. just seems to go across the doorway and then disappear out of sight. But you look to the other doorways and you can see others of these things gathering at the doorways. They're not coming in here, but they're circling all the exits. Oh, my. Oh, um, Mr. Frost, I would like to direct your attention out the doors. Is that expected? Uh, once you see one of these things, you can also give me a sound check. Oh, three. Yeah, that's completely, well, snake brethren, but... Now you think. Now you think about maybe linger on the thought a little more. Now actually, these aren't quite brethren. These are these are devices. But you again, you're maybe thinking back to that term antibody. You've lingered in one place for quite a while, and they won't. They aren't coming in here, but they're certainly blocking all the exits. Steadily, oh, you're getting. You're probably up to about fifty uh, degenerate serpent people in the room now. Okay. I tell my newfound flock that there are heathens here to um, 
use the computer for evil purposes and we must expel them. Ooh. Okay, they, they all, there's this wave of nodding that happens uh, across the group. And you can, you can hear mumble, mutterings at the back where a few of them are kind of saying, yeah, they, they went that way. There was a there was a group of them that were led by a led by one of them that wore the computer's crown. Yes, that is that is the heathen leader. We must eliminate her. Yeah, you you are the computer. You you are starting the beginning of what would be the uh, the first uh, degenerate serpent person crusade. Yep. What are the uh, what are the others doing? So, uh, odd, Gerhardt and Magnus. We're just moving ahead down the corridor to see if we can. I'm I'm looking for an interface. Yeah, well, okay. I'm trying to help him find interface, and um, yeah, just sort of trying to find, keep going, following the path of trying to f- subdivate the room that Connor set up, and um, if I come across anything, I'll kill it. Okay, well, you did get a very very good roll on your on your stealth. While Odd and Gerhardt are looking around, look, say, looking for more of these panels um, in particular, you know, you, again, Gerhardt comes across another couple of these panels where there's actually a couple of these, but metal tentacle appendages running through the wall. Uh, when you turn around again, Magnus is gone. And you think, where, where the hell? And then you turn around and look behind you, and he's, he's not like right behind you, but he's just like, you thought he was in front of you, and then he was behind you. He's just really like... Got a creeping Jesus. He walks pretty damn, pretty damn quiet. Does it give us the impression that. that somehow he jumped through time to another spot, or no? Yeah. Just you think he's being I really phased him out. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't understand. He was in front of us. Now he's behind us. Oh. Yeah, just. just- if he's he just if he moved it, in theory, given the time when you think about it, given the time you were looking at the oh, panel, okay. he could have got behind you. Okay. Just that you didn't hear a thing or notice anything. He is he is remarkably stealthy. Okay. Did you go up ahead? Is there anything up ahead? Or uh, yeah, it looks like I've I've caught up some. There's some more tracks heading up. I don't know whether it's it's uh, more of um, the weirdo serpent people or whether it's the tracks that we're wanting to refollow I, but uh, yeah well, let's the whole I'm, point I'm thinking that very likely when we get to the central hub of this place is where we're going to find the queen and mm. her entourage if I can find an access to the central computer without going to that spot I might be able to subvert anything that she's doing you know what I'm saying I agree with that totally. It might just be an all-in, all-out battle if we're actually in there. Yeah, no, I, I agree. All right, so let's try and find one of those, uh, one of those uh, things that you can hack in, and then me and uh, Gerhard can uh, can watch your back. And remember, this thing is falling off the cliff, or into that's a the good volcano. point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If we shut everything down, it might just go. But I mean, mission accomplished. Done. Exactly. There's one thing from those messages that have been flying around that I've suddenly thought triggers something. So for the three of you that are out and about in the corridors, who has the lowest luck? I have 99. I have 89 at the moment. 65. Give me a roll. 56. 
Okay. Um, you hear off ahead of you and off to one side, you realize this actually was there a corridor there? And yeah, you, you suddenly turn and realize there is a corridor there. Um, you can hear more of that buzzing oh, coming boy. from down there. All right, let's move. And if you quickly dart across the corridor, those of you that uh, kind of take a peek quickly um, find some of the degenerate serpent folk. Uh, similar, if not actually the same, that maybe ran out of the refectory, laying in the corridor, their throats cut, and as the blood is seeping out, uh, seeping out from them, they are being torn again, torn down to their very bones, all the flesh being removed from them, like airborne piranha. Right. Um, you can give me your choice of either Cthulhu Mythos or Int. Um, I'll try the Mythos. Um, I actually passed either one of those. So, uh, so did I, surprisingly. Hard Cthulhu Mythos. Mm -hmm. I okay. got 23. A regular Cthulhu Mythos for me. Mm. Given what Connor saw, that there was this thing that was uh, crawling along the floor and had been and was leaving this trail of blood behind it, you suddenly realize there's a common denominator. This thing's, uh, these flies seem to be attracted by serpent people blood. They're not appearing in places randomly. They are coming after bleeding serpent people. Cleaning up like... Uh... Which means if we just wound the queen. Maybe. Uh, it's an option. All right, well, let's keep moving anyway. We don't want to take any risks. Let's try and find you a, a connection port and the main Gerhard can back you up. But try All and right. be quick. Also, if one of the the antibodies come after us, we could just wound one of his little half-breeds and run. Well, the thing we've, we, we're just talking, like, the thing is, they're not following us. Yeah, I don't know where Dr. Valenz is Connor. The first thing that the thing told us was not to stay in one place. So if they're still there, they're fucked. Do we go well, back? let's keep our fingers crossed. They have well, no, we've got to find this. I, I agree with Gary, yeah. um, with Adi. We've got to find this connection port. So let's just keep going. Yeah. Okay. So you you keep on uh, you keep on going ahead. I, You're going to be moving. Hmm? Oh, sorry. My I have a plan uh, when we get back to us about how to get out of this <laughs> okay. room and rejoin us. I was about to give the because the description I was going to give was that you guys are moving maybe slightly slower because you're looking for tracks and then going ahead, right, which right. will give the. Uh, the crusading, the crusading snakes behind you, chance to catch up because you're going to be, they're going to be moving quicker. So yeah, what what is your? I, goal I gather your... one of my newfound flock, and I tell them, you have an your mission is integral to this crusade to expel the heathens uh, from the computer. You must get away these these tainted um, servants of the computer who are no longer under my control um, and lead them away from here. It kind, of looks up, it kind of looks up at you with a degree of, well, where? It, it doesn't quite get what you're asking. <laughs> well, I'm going to chuck it out of the door <laughs> to, to get see if this thing goes after it. The metal snake thing. Right, I see. You're, you're trying to lure the... I'm sacrificing... Away. It's kind of like how when you move cattle through the Amazon and you need the piranhas, do you get you sacrifice one cow to save the rest of the, the life of one for the life of many. That's right. And <laughs> run the other way. 
I, I'm certainly not escaping by crawling through that giant sphincter. Do it. You're a doctor. You've done um, worse. What happens here? You throw him out the door. They ignore it. The, the silver snakes just keep on moving. Uh, do they come after me? If you go out there, slither between your feet. Onward, my children. Oh, my. <laughs> yeah, what about Doc? Give me, um, well, and Doctor Consolus. I will put it as a luck roll for the good Doctor because he's the only. Uh, there are, he is one of two people that could potentially be targeted at the minute. So do I roll uh, luck as I? Oh yes. Okay, and I can't spend luck on luck. And thank God it's an O three, <laughs> so that's an extreme luck. Doctor uh, Consolus you... is getting shanked. Oh. Uh, you and Gonzalez are together moving along, being carried by this tide of, as you wait a little while, there's, there were 50, there's probably about 100 now. Um, you are just, you just have this kind of snake crusader shield around you that is carrying you along with the crowd, masking the fact that there are two human intruders because these things will not go after serpent people. They will go after anything else. But you Excellent. are com you are completely surrounded and evade their evade their detection. So we are we are moving forward to rejoin the others. Okay. Yeah, the, the group up in front, just as you're starting to enter, um, following this tracks, so you start to enter an area that looks a bit more like habitation. Um, so whereas you've had previously these empty rooms, this seems to be where a large part of the population lives. Um, the outer room is still fairly empty because a whole load of them are now coming up behind you. And you can hear this, uh, not quite stampede, but definitely rolling, building, thunderous, uh, kind of tap, 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 of feet, uh, many, many feet behind you. And looking back down the corridor, you can see Connor leading his, uh, his crusader army. That's a whole hell of a lot of people that he's got behind him. I, I lean over to Magnus and I say, at some point you're going to have to start bowing down to your brother. who controls the, the most snake people is the one who uh, has all the power. I'm not sure whether it's stunned silence or just revulsion that Magnus is displaying on his face at the minute. Alright, we don't have time to contemplate. Gerhard, you're going to have to fix that soon. <laughs> you, must keep, you must keep moving. These The defenses here are not after serpent people. Yeah, we know. Me yeah, and we my know. Flock are safe. Oh, that's actually. Do you want to bet? And I'll just like slightly cut. No, one of the. You do not touch my. You do not touch my children. <laughs> I, 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 the, I've uh, seen. I've seen the flies. The flies yeah. attacked the, one of my wounded children, but they did not attack my healthy children. No, but that's what I'm. That's what we're saying is that the things on the door may be after us, but the uh, the flies are after you guys. Yeah, well, if you're wounded. Here. If you're wounded. Yeah. Well, I just won't bleed then. Continue. Magnus. <laughs> All right, let's go. All right. You start passing through this, this area and it starts to become a little bit more bizarre. Um, you're finding in some of the apartments or living quarters, for want of a better term, um, you pass... Again, what uh, probably the good doctor would describe as fascinating, that this seems to be where they, they are living 
they are eating and just generally existing here. Some of them have taken it upon themselves to start pulling the panels off the walls and have started cannibalizing some of the electronics beyond it. So you find they're creating almost like these little fetish figures, which are made of bits of wire and circuit board and little strips of metal, uh, some of which they've got what look to be almost once living eyes that they've got skewered onto some of the, some of the shards of metal. Um, some of them that are inside and still playing around and making these little fetches. One of them uh, is looking down, looks up at you, and you realise it's actually his own eye that he's taken out and he's then put into this thing that he's making. Um, other serpent people that you pass are quite happily engaging, just rutting away in the um, in their various rooms, um, not even embarrassed when you uh, when you walk past. Maybe when about fifty of their neighbours then trot on past, and then maybe they then get a bit self conscious, but. It seems to be, again, emphasizing the picture. This is civilization, that, or this once great science sorcerer group of serpent people that have completely degenerated. And given these little fetishes that they're making, and these almost like some of them bowing in reverence to lights flashing on walls, um, particularly odd is getting the impression that this is almost like cargo cult behavior. Right. They have no idea what they're in and they're just worshipping this, well, as I said, like the central computer. Um, they're worshipping the systems here like gods or um, supreme beings. Connor, you need to civilize these things. Well, as I, as, I mean, as I'm going, I'm like join the crusade of the computer. We must liberate the computer. I'm gathering more and more as we go. <laughs> yeah, You can keep them, but you have to potty train them. They need potty training. They are my children. I will do yeah, with them. <laughs> as I there is a certain smell that follows in their wake. Yeah. Oh, great. <laughs> Gabe doesn't need it. He's he's potty trained. Yeah, Gabe. I mean, Gabe, Rodriguez, Juan, Maria, and Isabella are all fine. He must. They must be like kings by comparison. <laughs> right. All right. I will ask Magnus for another track roll then. As you've moved through the living quarters, um, that is a uh, seventy-three out of seventy-five. So, yep, that's still a pass. Close. Okay. Okay. Um, you start again to lead deeper. You're heading roughly in what you think would be a good line that would take you towards the heart of the complex. And again, you're finding more of these tentacle-like cables um, becoming more frequent, and they're all. They're converging somewhere ahead of you. But the immediate thing that comes ahead of you, you've, you've got the smell of the excrement army behind you, but you've also got something even worse that smells ahead of you. And even though you can see, again, another large doorway, probably about 50 feet ahead of you, you can still smell whatever the hell is inside there at this distance. And it's revolting. Maybe they know. Ask him, Connor. Ask him, Gerhard. He speaks in Italian very fluent. What, what's in there? Oh, the uh, the uh, the group behind you. Um, give me. Uh, I think what personal role will be best here? Given Connor, I'm going to say intimidate because it's uh, you are basically the manifestation of their god. Can you can you keep them from suddenly going? Why doesn't the computer know what's ahead? 
Oh. Don't, don't question me. Uh, a 45 is a hard success. Okay. Right, in which case then they do not question the will of the computer. Yeah. They take I this have, as a test. I have 96 intimidate with a bonus die. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you are there, God. Um, they said, well, this, this is the, these are the birthing chambers. These are the place where we take our, take our eggs and the eggs of all those generations that have come before us. Excellent. More for the crusade. We shall continue. Okay. Good. I just wanted to make sure that you were that no, you, my they, children, understood the ways of the computer. Teach them to clean things. <laughs> they they start nodding, and you you hear a couple of whispers like, "I told you it was a test." <laughs> well, as, as they're following on behind, and you get to just about managing to keep your well, well, not so much for Gerhard. He already dumped it back at the uh, back at the refectory, but there's there's no more dinner to uh, to give up to the floor now. Um, you manage to stop dry heaving as you get to this archway and find yourselves in the entranceway to a large chamber where it looks almost like there are plinths that you can see coming up from, uh, emerging from a mist that's maybe knee height. And sat on top of each plinth, there is an egg. Some of these eggs you can see in the, at least in the closest ones, things writhing inside them, that there is definitely something living in there. Um, as, the, as there's a fair amount of air wafting through here now, um, the mist does start to sort of wave up and down. And peeking occasionally through from the floor, you can see the remains of broken eggs. Um, you can see decayed fetuses of or serpent people that were inside them and this smell of putrid decay and this also wet because it's very warm in here um, mossy fleshy mold that's climbing up the walls and gently pulsating just reeks and as you're looking around wondering what path to take through here you can see that there is something, many somethings, moving under that foggy floor covering. And looking at the time, that is where we're going to leave it for tonight. Wow. Our players included Stuart Lively, Morgan Llewellyn, Jason Olichok, Zane Fleming, and myself with Matthew Sanderson as the Keeper of the Secrets. We have a Discord server where you can chat with other members. You can set up private games and learn the finer arts of gameplay and game mastery. There's a link below. We're currently producing it before shows a week with music and sound effects added in post-production in order to create a richer listener experience. We provide audio-only versions of our shows free for you to download from Podbean or iTunes. The cost of all of the show are provided almost entirely by our patrons. Without them, we wouldn't be able to do what we do. If you'd like to help support our show, please visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar to a month helps us a lot. You can find a link in the description below. Like, share, and subscribe to our channel and punch the bell icon for updates on our latest shows. And leave us some comments. We enjoy reading them and answering the questions you might have. This is Tom Rayleigh together with all the members of our gaming club inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure into the universe of H.P. Lovecraft and the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. Until next time, good luck. 
good game.